0: What's up, Party Animals? Manny Lore here with another Study Minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. As always, I got three topics to close out the week for you. Topic number one, guess who won yesterday? Check any DraftKings tournament that had 150, 50, 100, whatever. BK Reader. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Or B-Kreader, BK Reader, I don't know. Uh, Multiple tournaments went down yesterday. Unfortunately, A couple guys had the same lineup up top as him, so he tied for a lot of these wins. But a win is a win. I'll show you how he did it. Topic number two. Sometimes in DFS, when there's, I don't know, say a three-game slate, we have to just eat the chalk. There's no way around it. I'll explain why. Getting different on slates where there's nothing to be different with, pretty much trouble. And Topic number three. The DraftKings February freeze. 1.5 million guaranteed. I have all the info coming up. All that and more on the Study Minute, baby. Let's go. BK Reader's your guy. B. Creter, Brian Kreider. uh, Bobo Creeder. I don't know what we're going to call this guy. I don't know if that's his name. I don't know if that's his last name. Uh, whoever it is, almost won everything on DraftKings yesterday. Unfortunately, he tied. He didn't do it by himself. It was a night of sharks, sharks, and more sharks on both sides. Oh, by the way, BK Reader did it on both sides, too. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, he lost to Brick75 and a couple other guys on FanDuel, who tied for first. He tied for second, or at least a second place, the second best lineup in those tournaments. So a huge night relative, right, for, for BK Reader, who uh, it, it's funny. We talk about him one day. Obviously, he's a great player, so by default, he's going to bank soon, and there you go. There's his win. It's unbelievable. You talk about someone, and the next thing, they're they're, they're right there. They're back on the grind. So, um, crazy to see him just keep performing day in and day out. It's one of those things to where, okay, what are we doing wrong, you know, that we're not doing correctly? Because, my goodness, the guy was... On top of everything, seemingly every single day, yesterday was no exception. He tied. So there were there were a couple guys, a couple good players that had the same lineup yesterday. They just landed there, right? If you look at uh, BK's lineup, you'll quickly see also Royal Payne, another one that's been really, really good, was up there. But you look at their lineups and it's 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 pretty much the best lineup on the entire site 358.75 that includes Rondo, Sexton, Beal, Ariza who was chalk there. Uh after the news that came out during the night, uh, Ariza and Howard just became extreme chalk. Ariza, Howard, LeBron, Gary Trent and Dame Lillard who went for 70 yesterday. Seemed pretty chalky. I mean, there's there's nothing different about this lineup. If you consider Rondo different, yeah, for a three-gamer, 12%, 13%. Yeah, that's pretty darn different. No one else was under 20%, if you count Gary Trent at 19.8. But he played, he played the right guys, and the right guys were the ones that got him there. It wasn't just him. Again, Royal Payne, Ron Bon, and then a bunch of letters just scrambled together. All had... The very best lineup yesterday. If you look at multiple, if you look at all the all the pretty much every single placing was a tie. Right, sixth was a tie, eighth was a tie, twelfth was a tie, fifteenth, seventeenth, nineteenth. Pretty much every single, and that's and that is going to happen when um, you 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 have a night where there really isn't a spot to be different at, and it was really easy to project everyone. Starters were pretty much in line for most of those minutes. You knew exactly what was going to happen. You knew where the fantasy points was coming from, right? You knew Litter was going to be the guy again, no McCullum. You knew guys like Beale were going to have pretty decent games. Dwight Howard with no JaVale, you knew that was going to happen. Like, there was no need for you to be different. And if you tried to be different yesterday, well, you were going to struggle just, just a bit, right? Um, it was one of those spots where you just had to eat the chalk. You had to get there, and there was just no other way around it. So... Uh, BK Reader for the guys that we know for the spotlight guys, BK Reader and Royal Pain 21, congratulations! I would say 100k, but you guys split it between four people. That was 41,000 that they had to split there for all three of them. Congratulations, obviously placing in a lot more. Um, BK Reader, about 41,000 plus in profit. You count all the other tournaments where they split four or five thousand. Pretty nice night relative um, to to the slate. And considering everyone tied, you could do a lot worse than about 50K, 50K plus in winnings on a slate like that. So congratulations. Oh, count your fan duels well too. Congratulations. Topic number two. uh, Speaking of chalk, there's just pretty much nothing that can happen when a three-game slate has that much news, that much value, and you want to be different it 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 causes a lot of problems it causes spots where you're really being suboptimal it causes spots where expected value just isn't on your side and there's really nothing you can do about it um i saw a pretty nice video that i recommend and i I don't know if i interpreted it correctly but uh brick 75 the one that took down everything on fanduel um very good player obviously um uh friend of the group I guess um, I've talked to him quite a bit very knowledgeable you can tell he's been making these math groups I'm not sure how many of you have seen I know a lot of you have but in the case you haven't uh, Brian Hooper on YouTube I believe and he made he made one recently about um, chalk and contrarian which I found fascinating I'm not sure if I understood correctly um, I always watch his videos multiple times this is one I have to go watch a second and third time but mentioned just, how really playing chalk isn't that bad and isn't as bad as people think it is. And in yesterday's case, it really wasn't bad at all. Not just because I'm hindsighting and seeing the winners, but there wasn't anything you could really pivot to. And if you're forcing yourself to pivot somewhere, that's when you start having bad lineups and suboptimal lineups. And over time, if you keep running those lineups, I mean, you're not going to make very much money. And how he puts it is, uh, you rather have those lineups cash, even if it's not a crazy amount of money, to be able to survive and live to the next slate and the next slate and the next slate until you do bank. So cashing really is important. And um, using chalk like that isn't the worst thing that you could be doing. You could be doing a lot worse things than that. So uh, I, I'm not sure if he advises to just play pure chalk 24-7, but playing chalk really isn't that bad. And then the math that he uses or, or, or the reasoning that he uses pretty logical pretty sound and seems pretty factual to me again uh, some can be his opinion but uh, very valid opinions at that so um, don't think you need to be contrarian every single slate especially on a slate like yesterday there really just wasn't anything to do Topic number three, the DraftKings February freeze. That's 1.5 million guaranteed from DraftKings. Kind of uh, misleading. Play satellites for as little as a dime to win $100 contest tickets. All month long, 14 contests, 13 sports. So what it is is you can win satellite tickets or tickets into the $100 contest, which they will keep running throughout the month. For example, on the 2nd of February, which is just about a week from now, the Snowy Tundra, 150,000 guaranteed, 25,000 up top. That's NFL Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. There will be a $100 contest there. You can win satellite tickets into that. They have a Frigid Friday. I think that's a, a soccer one. An Ice Punch for MMA. So, all different sports. Each $100 contest ticket won in a satellite gets you an entry into. Any of the contests that they'll have, uh, especially the ones I just mentioned, where you'll compete for cold, hard cash, pretty much satellites into the big $100 tournaments this month. But it's not like they're creating a free $1.5 million guaranteed. You just get a chance to get in there. And then they get the added benefit of getting to promote something that's $1.5 million guaranteed, where if you don't win satellites, it's happening anyway, and you can join anyway. Uh, this is just a way for you guys to join higher-stakes stuff. For you low-stakes guys, there's there's tons of satellites. and I know you guys rack these things up. Anytime there's satellites for as little as $0.10, cents, um, you'll get in there as much as you can. So uh, get in there, get rolling, get some tickets, and then take down the whole thing. When it comes to NBA or something, if you're going to take down an MMA $100 contest, I mean... You go do you, boo-boo. I I can't help you there. But uh, lots of good opportunities for you low-stakes guys to play some high-stakes contests. Thank you guys for listening. That'll do it for this week. You guys could rate, like, and subscribe. That'd be fantastic. You guys would make me so happy. It helps get the podcast discovered, which, of course, we'd love to do. Check out our last live stream of the day. You want to flex, and there have been some already reaching out on Discord that are ready to flex. Flex Friday today, 12 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash mlaura. If you want to get some criticism on your lineups, if you want to tell me how you did, you need some help, we could all help out. We're a big group. But, of course, you don't want to do any of that? No problem. Catch me on Sirius, maybe. If not, catch me right back here on Monday with another podcast. Catch you guys then.